Uh, how does that song go? Let the rhythm take you over by la you know what I, I I sort of decided to start the episode with that is I think that was the last time I had fun listening to that song. If my memory serves me correctly. I told him like I was going to record and I know he might be surprised, but I literally just got off the phone with JPG, you know. <laughs> But I literally just got off the phone with Samarco right now, yeah. Even though he asked me specifically not to name drop him. And we sort of got around to talking about my podcast, this podcast, obviously. And he said, well, he, he sort of gave me constructive criticism that I've won it clear enough. A lot of you have not given me. And now before like all of you get niggas in a bunch, right? He it was different. It wasn't he wasn't it's the first time someone was like, someone has taken the time to like break down and enumerate what he felt like was going wrong with my podcast, which is crazy because, well, it's something I've actively sought and I won't say I've not been satisfied with what I've gotten, but I've been afraid with the feedback I've been getting. It's been too good. Like you guys really like my podcast, which be, and in a weird way, I try to separate myself from this, you know, this creation, but in some weird, you know, by proxy, I have to feel, you know, like you like me, even though you don't. But why it's wild was he said, and I agree, he said he feels like the content or the quality of the content has sort of gone to shit. Well, he didn't particularly say it like that. He just felt like it had been watered down. And I found myself going on into like this whole shallow tangent of why it had gone down. And yeah, they were very justifiable and understandable reasons and all the things that I'm working on and this and that and this and that. But it was like, yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that like your content is not as great or as A1 as it was in the beginning or in the early days. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to do that with podcasts and I'm trying to go this direction. And I'm like, and I was like yeah, none of that changes the fact that like... You get me? And I really respect him standing his ground and even like being, I don't want to say being bold enough to tell him because I feel like I, I'm such an open book and every anybody can basically just, you know, talk to me, I guess. I hope. I, I hope I'm approachable, which is wild because shout out to on a, on a random segue. Every, like, I, I do appreciate all the people who have, excuse me, <clears throat> I sound like a frog today. I do appreciate all the people who have like, come up to me on some, yeah, your podcast is fire. Shout out to Chikiri, by the way. Me and Chikiri have been having conversations about my podcast and there was a day he, there was like this flood of voice notes, pause, but, and it was like flood, cause you know, and I, I, I didn't, like sometimes I forget, right? I, sometimes I forget how, cause I really don't go back to listen to these episodes, these episodes, right? And I feel like because I've been getting by and I've been getting positive reviews and you guys really, especially from like new listeners, welcome to the fam, welcome to the, someone asked me, what do you call my listeners or what do I call my, I think yeah, in an episode I'll release very soon, or in an episode I've already released, depending on when you listen to this. And I think I said the, the church of the search or the congregation of the search, right? And, and as, as, as it gets, as the church gets wider and bigger and whatever you want to call it, I feel like because... I've been getting by with like, yeah. And I that's why I call it getting by with positive responses. I feel like it sort of dwindled my intentionality with podcast. 
Plus, there's so much going on in the background. I'm working on so much, just trying to get my shit together. And it's difficult. I remember talking to Ra a couple, well, depending on when this uh, like, episode comes out. I was talking to him like a couple hours ago, like early this month, like less than, let's say, yeah, 24 hours ago, actually. And we're talking about, I think it, the conversation got to a point where we're like, yo, we, we wish we could bottle our teenage years because they were so gay and naive and just full of unknowns, but there wasn't any fear. And I think that's one of the things that I appreciate most about my teenage years. There was really no fear. There isn't as much fear and as much consequence as there is now in my 20s. But it's like, I, I remember, I remember the kind of person that I used to be. Somebody that I used to know. Do you know how mad it is? I haven't done that in so long. Like randomly burst into song. It's been so crazy. Like my head has been razzle-dazzled by so much and i've always felt like i wasn't the type of person to like like external influences you know sway me from my set goal or or given goal or you know set objectives etc etc but it's like now nah, i don't even know you get like there are so many unknowns unknowns i keep stepping on mines you get me in in so many sectors in so many areas of my life it feels like yo let me just even just chill let me become reclusive like, I can tell over the past couple of days, I can tell how much, like, I've withdrawn. And in the areas that I'm not withdrawing, I am bombing. Right? So check this out. Like, a couple of days ago, I said some shit to, like, Mandem about, like, some some shit. I won't say some shit that I didn't have any right to speak on, but it was some shit, like, you know, how, like, boys like to joke about certain things. And I took and I took a joke and I ran with it and I sort of, like, fucked it up. Basically, I took it too far. And it's one of those things where, like, you know... You, you see your fears. I won't say you see your fears coming to life, basically, but it was just the backlash that I got immediately. And I knew I had fucked up from the expression. Like, I said some shit. A man just looked up and he was like... And he didn't say immediately, but I could tell by his eyes. I was like, ah, oh, I fucked up. So, like, maybe three or four or five minutes later, it was like... There's this... And the thing about it, it was just bare disappointment and bare irritation. It wasn't even anger. It was just like, the fuck, why would you say some stupid shit like that? And I haven't felt like that in years. It pained me. Because I was like, like, and I was like, after like, we sort of like, found a way to laugh uh, laugh about it. I still haven't really like, fully, like, I told the guy like, yo, chill, give me some time to recover. But I wasn't joking. Like, I still haven't fully recovered because it was, because I knew I wasn't saying it like, from, like, I wish I had even been saying it from a point of careless, like, jokes chike like i wish it was motivated by like humor but it wasn't it was motivated by mad anxiety because all that entire morning i had been thinking of some rubbish but it doesn't translate to the fact that i still or it doesn't or it doesn't like excuse the fact that i still said rubbish that still like rubbed niggas the wrong way and i got like smacked in the face for it basically like verbally chike. so yeah it, it, it basically is like the I'm trying not to rush my words, but I don't know. It just feels like right now, solid ground is a very foreign concept for myself and a lot of people. Like I keep, I, 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 I keep looking around, yeah, and I keep hoping that like they'll get to a time when the, the dubs will be more than the L's, right? And not just for me, cause for my friends as well, cause. I think I said on an episode how much my friends mean to me. And I think if you've been following the fucking podcast, I feel like you should know at this point. <clears throat> Excuse me. God damn, I have indigestion. So my breath, like when I burp or belch, it smells, it 
smells and tastes like Chernobyl. But it's like I feel because so much is happening in such a little amount of time, in such a small amount of time. It's like like I really like life is really like just one big like clusterfuck. Like it 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 really is like so, like I had no idea so much could go wrong. And I won't just say wrong, because that, that makes it look like, oh, nothing is working. You get, but like, it's, I mean, like, so many things are happening all at once. So many things are fighting for your attention. So many things are like, like, like I would really appreciate if the world could slow down. But the world already did. That's called Corona. You get, but they're telling you, oh, like, the entire essence of, of, of being and growing up. You know, I know it sounds like I'm begging and I'm even starting to get pissed at myself, right? Because this 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 entire episode is like is inspired by how like it's so easy to make up excuses, right? I feel like one of the things that I was really glad that my I feel like there are a lot of things I could learn from my younger self. There are so many things I could learn from my younger self. One of them is the fact that there was a time when I was like I went on a trance, and for the people who don't know what a trance is, a trance is like a, a, a thought. It's like when you enter into a thought tunnel, or you like you basically follow like lines and patterns of thoughts till you come to a conclusion. I don't know. I think some people call it philosophizing, but I really don't know what it is. And I sort of arrived at the conclu- conclusion that like the entire point of being great and the entire point of life and conquering life is to do the exact opposite of what life pressures you to do. You get what I'm saying? Like if life pressures you to like cheat, steal, lie, rob, kill, you should do the opposite. You get, if life like forces negativity on you, you should really do the opposite. Like fuck you, you don't tell me what to do. No, but you go tell me which thing I go do. How I go do maneuver? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I feel like in the past couple of years, I've been cracking subconsciously in so many areas that now it's like I'm I'm experiencing the karma for all those things. Like. Like, I know I've addressed certain things on it, like how I lost a couple of friends that I didn't know I would lose and how I indulged in certain things I didn't know I would indulge and how I went to certain places I didn't know I would go. And But it seems, I swear, at this moment, it just sounds like man's begging it. You get what I'm saying? If it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm licking my wounds and I'm trying to in, overindulge myself in my own weaknesses. And it makes me feel like a cunt. Pardon my French. Yes, actually, funny, side note, when the French pronounce it, they don't, use, they don't pronounce the T. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it makes me feel like an idiot. Like, like I'm like, how could you fold and how could you compromise under certain circumstances that you know that if it was anybody else, you wouldn't even give them the fucking opportunity to explain? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not just get your shit together or something. It's basically get your shit to fucking gather. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, every day, life will assault your brain. And I remember, yeah, shout out to Big Dog, shout out to Willie. Right? And we're on Twitter, we're having like a, sort of like a chicha, should I call it a chicha or a back and forth? And it's like, yeah, every day, life will mentally assault you. Every fucking day. If you're not hearing about some nasty shit in Ukraine, and you're hearing about some nasty shit in Lagos Island, or you're hearing about some nasty shit in your house, or your, like, every day is an assault on your mental health, which is exactly why you should be solid as a person. Which is why exactly, like, what's that burner boy lyric? Um, if I say they want rape, you know me, say me, you lie down or something, something like that. I forget. But basically, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, the fact that, like, they're trying to fuck you in the ass does not mean you should give them the lubrication. I'll be lubricant. Then you, and lubricant is surprisingly expensive, according to what I've been saying on Twitter in the past couple of days. Like, I feel like I've been trying to put my hands in so many pots. It's like everything is burning all at once. And I'm not the type of person because of, like, I feel like... 
now I'm about to excuse like oh because I have ADHD or something like that's like a cheap excuse because like I've been functioning I've been hyper functioning in so many areas that people thought I would flop my entire life. like I feel like I've told the world like fuck you so many times and like gotten away with it that I feel like I can I can keep doing it. and I feel like this is now I'm not just speaking for me I feel like everybody that's listening to this like can relate to that shit you get what I'm saying like it really I won't say it really got to me like when Samako was like yeah like your shit is getting watered down. It didn't get to me. Like, it sort of woke me up. It made me snap to reality on some, okay, now this is what, like, it, it, feel, it, feel, it, it gave me the weird sort of validation that I've been expecting. Like, yeah, like, you need to fucking buckle up on some, on some real nigga shit. Like, you need to buckle up, buckle up on some twerker shit. Like, for real, for real. I'm being the kind of person that I am, yeah. I, and I tweeted a couple days ago, like, I, I really do get fueled by, like, I get motivated by hatred and anger. I'm not really that... Like, I know, like, I like to spread positive vibe, but I'm really not that positive of a person. Like, I really like it when bad things happen to people I don't like. Like, yeah. I'm not... It's not all the time, 247, rainbows and sunshine. Even though I say, like, this entire year, I'll try to be rainbows and shit. Fuck that! Death to the ops! Death to the ops! Westside gang shit! Did you get what I'm saying? Like, motivation is difficult to come by. Finding a reason to live, finding a reason to do the things, do things, even especially the things you love, is fucking hard. I I, I, st- I told Samako that there's something I regret saying and not really expatiating on. It's like when I said, oh, you shouldn't really chase your dreams, that there are some dreams you should let die. Like I sort of regret it because, like, when I said it, eh, what I meant to say was like, oh, you should funnel or you should sort of like trim down what you are capable of. And Fuck that. And I'm not even... Uh, ironically enough, this Kanye West documentary just came out, Genius. And I haven't really seen it yet, but from the clips I have seen, it's like, don't compromise. Don't let the world rape you. And the funny thing is, like, at every juncture of your life, at every point of your life, you experience... Like, life is a game. It's a first-person shooter game. And there are ops everywhere. Do you understand? Like, games are not designed after life. Life is designed after... I mean, Hmm, hmm. Aspire to Maguire. But like, games are literally like a metaphorical, like, I don't know, should I call it window? Or, 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 or subset or subsample of life and like the intricacies of life. Do you understand? Like, there are more ups than friends, yes. There are more ups than family, yes. You will take more L's than dubs, yes. But that doesn't mean that you can't win the game regardless. Do you understand? It's like it's like it's like GTA. No matter how many missions you go, no matter how many times you get wasted, no matter how many times you like, like if cheat code or no cheat code, like at the end of the day, like the entire point of the game is to win, is to finish the fucking game and is to win. A couple days ago, Ricky Rick killed himself. I wanted to man. I was like, Mac Miller, like how many of my favorite rappers have to fucking kill themselves? And I even felt sort of guilty because like the whole Ricky Rick thing is like I haven't really been into his music. I haven't really been tapped in, but like. When I listened to Family Values, his album, Family Values, I know what the album, like, it really represented to me. It was like, awesome. Like, oh yeah, we're broke, we've made it, now I'm making it, and like, I'm introspe- or retrospecting on some rara shit, and like, like, what's really going on in my life right now? Like, that nigga was vulnerable on that album. He really opened himself up to the world, and he killed himself. Somebody that, like, South Africa sort of like, sorry, I'm going quiet, I'm, somebody's about to disturb me, I can feel it in my spirit. And my spirit never lies. So I, you guys don't rush out. That, that took longer than I... But I know the energy has shifted, but I got interrupted. And you're going to have to forgive me. And because I can't play back, or because I don't play back, I can't remember what I was saying, but 
And I'm even glad that I, my energy has shifted because now I'm more relaxed now. I was getting so hyped and angry at myself. And there's something man could say again in our very, very in-depth conversation here about how no matter how you look at it, the past is always filled with regrets. I really like that. Like no matter how much you look at it, no matter how much you try to paint it, right? It's just mostly regrets. Sure, there's nostalgia, there's I wish, but it's mostly just fucking regrets. And that's why you always have to keep looking forward, I guess. You have to always keep, you have to be, you have to put yourself at, at risk of looking dumb. I think I was talking about the Kanye West pod episode. Yeah. Like, it's basically you versus the world. No matter how you want to paint it. You are actually alone in life. And I feel like if you, there are three things if you can find in this life, I feel like you've won. If you can find love, if you can find um, family slash friendship, and if you can find fulfillment, I feel like you've basically won the entire game of life. So I feel like the fact that we are all, we are all, and myself, you know, I can't really speak on all the thousands and hundreds of you that listen to the podcast. But if I am being introspective, I feel like it's so easy to get lost in in the woes. Like, life is really difficult. Like, life is really hard. It really is. Those motherfuckers should not have eaten the apple. Like, life is fucking hard. But that's literally why you can't let, like, lie down and let life rape you. Like, you have to get your shit together. Ding dong. Like, you really have to get, like, your shit together. You really do. It's not even fucking... It's not a joke. It's, it's not... It's, a, it's not even a... Like, you can't afford to get tired. Like, you can't afford to give up. Like, in the past couple of weeks, I really... Like, I started to understand what giving up started to look like. I was going to stop almost everything I was doing. Almost all the projects I was into. Almost all the collabs I was doing. All that shit. I was about... Like, I don't know if you guys... Like, I haven't... I don't even give a fuck if you notice. Like, I haven't even been posting. Like, I haven't been talking about the podcast like that that much. Because it's just like everything's starting to feel like a choice, starting to feel like a burden. And I don't want that. But that's difficult. And that's like, I feel like that's something I have to let die in this moment as I'm talking to you guys now in this podcast. Like there's a certain level of intentionality you have to apply to life. You have to be like, nah, I want this. You can't cross fingers and hope and pray. Life will not let you do that. Like there's something called fudge ratio, yeah? And it's where it's like at the very... At the most basic, it's like where you, 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 you wrongly assess how much time you need to complete a task. Yeah, forge ratio. But yeah, like, oh, it will take me like 10 minutes, da, 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 and then it actually takes you like 38 minutes. You get That's like, a, that's forge ratio of like maybe three to one. I think that's how it goes. But there's like, I, mean, I call it struggle ratio. Right, where you're like, okay, if I want to accomplish a certain task, it will take me like maybe 10 joules of energy or 10 kilowatts of energy. And then you discover it's taking you 100 million. It's like, I can't remember what story I was reading. I think about a politician and it was like, ah, okay, my first year, I'll do this, do this, do this, do this. And in the, his entire like tenure in administration, I think the only thing he did was electricity. And it was like, even that one self, like I had to fight tooth and nail, fight with my blood or some shit like that. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, I feel like we underestimate just how much work it, it, it requires to actually become the things that we want to become. And I think that's what I feel like I'm just telling you people now that I feel like I just realized when I was talking to Semako. Like, it was a jolt. It was a reminder like, yo, nigga, like, you can't be passive about the things you want. You have to grab life by the neck. 
grab the, like there's a reason they call it grabbing the bull by the horns, no matter how suicidal that shit looks. Because it is suicide. Like my whole my whole one of my major philosophies in life is like you've already lost. You are going to die. Regardless. Regardless of what you do, you will still die like a fucking cow. You will still die. You might as well go for the things that you want in life. Like, there are so many things that, like, I feel like there's a certain level of thinking you will get to in life. And I'm not trying to, like, overstroke my own ego. Like, you start to realize that certain things are bad. Like, certain things are just calm. They're, like, not really that important. Like, and I, I know, like, like living in Nigeria, like, because of how hard it is to live in Nigeria, like, a lot of people are already disagreeing. Yeah, you need money to do this. You need, but I promise you, like, there are so many things that supersede that shit. Like, one of my biggest prayers in life, yeah, and this is a prayer I share with, like, my soulless gang. Like, it's one of the things that we hold very dear is that, like, we never come across a problem money can't solve. We actively pray about it in church. That... In this life, we might be broke as fuck, but we should never come across a problem that money can't solve. Because that's when you see problems. That's when you see some real life. That's when life will be like, oh. That's when life like increases the difficulty. And I feel like that's what we've, 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 we've sort of been playing with. And that's one of the things that we, uh, we should really tell ourselves as we grow up and we should really teach the youngins. It's like, the older you grow, the more life will be turning up the difficulty to be turning it up, turning it up, turning it up, turning it up until like he has suicide. Like how could Ricky Rick kill himself? Like I know it's such a selfish question, right? But like if you know how much I like that guy, that's the nigga that made Silukotini. That's the nigga that like that, that was on that had the craziest verse on uh, Fusek with the uh, Kaspar and uh, Anati. Like that was the guy. That was the guy that released Ziggy's ah Bozonke. Like what the fuck? Ah, fucking hell, that shit broke. Like, it's breaking my heart right now, man. That, like, life could break him. To show you love, this is a rich nigga. Do you understand? And I know that, like, oh, it's only when rich people kill themselves that niggas remember that, oh, money is not everything. But it's such a fucking stupid thing to say, like, oh, like, eh, he was rich. Why should he kill himself? Yeah, but I know. But that should show you just how, li- how, how hard life is. Period. Life don't give a fuck. Life doesn't really give a fuck. Like I realized that I'm so like I'm so hype about this thing. I haven't even given a fuck about like timestamps and all of that album of the week, song of the week shit. So album of the week is family values and song of the week is boss zonke. Go stream that fucking shit, man. Like he was the major like do you know like this guy came out of poverty. Like and I mean poverty, poverty. Like if you if you know about the townships in South Africa, like you should know like poverty, poverty. These niggas live in sharks. Do you get what I'm saying? Like these niggas came up, they didn't come out of the out of the ground, they came up from the under of the gutter. And like he he's he's nah, he should show you like sometimes nah, sometimes you have to actually like you can't let life come to you. You can't always keep letting life come to you. Like on some random, yeah, I know me and Samako, and I know I've name dropped him so many times in this episode, but like me and Samako, we're talking about Jordan Peterson and how like there's something Jordan Peterson says about how life is an adventure, and sometimes you have to go outside and face the dragon. But I feel like in this case, life is the dragon itself. Like, look at every epic you've ever read. Beowulf, Arthur, uh, fucking Hobbits. Like, look at every, like, even fucking Percy Jackson. Like, there's always a major villain. There's always a bad guy. There's always a dragon to conquer. There's always treasure to be gotten. And then there's always, oh, what will I do with this treasure? Do you understand? But it's like, it has always been metaphorical about conquering mountains or conquering some very fucking 
like do you understand dragons dragons are like magical creatures no matter how how you want to look at it and you're looking at some fucking incel that wants to go and fight a giant talking fire breathing lizard that seems fucking wild no matter how much you want to look at it no matter how much you want to rationalize it or fantasize or yourself a dragon he will win no it doesn't work like that but you have to do it. You have to face the dragon. You have to be. And my own is my own logic is like you will die regardless. You might as well just fight the dragon on your own terms. Do you understand? However, brain you want to do, whether you want to code your way out of this life, whether you want to scheme your way out of this life. I didn't say scam. Whether you want to scheme your way out of life, whether you want to rap your way out of this life, whether you want to podcast your way out of this life, whether you want to like whatever you feel like, whatever dream you feel, or whatever thing you feel like will make you be fulfilled intrinsically as a person. I feel like you have, I feel like you owe it to yourself and to your G's to do it because you'll be surprised at how many people like look up to you. Like I was, this is one of the reasons why I feel like, and I was telling like one of the many shalaiyas I was telling Samakuda, I feel like I, I I sort of like reduced my intensity with the podcast. Like I feel like, I feel there's any level, level of responsibility with this thing. Like so many people are like, you, I fuck with your podcast. Like it's fucking difficult for me. I think that this is the first time I'm actually addressing. It's actually fucking difficult for me to think straight sometimes because I have to think about what I'm saying and how people are taking it. But um, in the wise words of Semako, you are not responsible for how people interpret it. Fucking hell. This nigga is my age though. I've always... Uh, I'm so angry, man. I'm so angry. And I know... And, okay, on a flip side, a couple years ago, yeah, and I'm going to close with this. A couple years ago, there was a time it's, when we were in Ijaniki, there was a Saturday, one very weird Saturday that I can't really remember the details. I sort of found myself in a class, in my friend's class. I went to look for my friend. And I won't say his name because I'm actually going to, like, bash him or some shit right now. And I think one woman was giving, like, Evangel, excuse me, why indigestion is a bitch. She was doing evangelism or something, which I found really weird. She was a teacher also, but I didn't think she te- she taught our class, like SS three. I think we we're SS three at the time, which is why we we're having Saturday classes. But basically, she's doing evangelism. So like maybe if I remember six people, and I join and I'm the seventh person. But look, but me, I was already feeling uncomfortable. But she's like, no, you can't come and join. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like she was telling some deep shit. I could see pain in her fucking eyes, right? But that was just me being empathetic. And then I think something she goes like, you guys should not waste your youth. You guys should be very like, like you guys should buckle up and be, yeah, 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 about all that shit. Like you find God, find Christ, find etc. etc. things like that. And there was something this man said, yeah. And it was like, oh, and it didn't about him. He was, he's a very logical person. But I felt like it was something he didn't need to say. The same way I felt like I didn't need to tell you people not to chase your dreams or not to chase all your dreams. It was like, and it's a very valid statement. He said, yeah, like, I know everybody's feeling, like, this is when we're walking back to our hostel. Like, I know, like, everybody's feeling all holy and this, but everything is just initial, gra, gra, this, 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 that, that, that. And I can't understand that, but I can't fuck with the mentality behind it. So fucking what if it's initial, gra, gra. And who are you to like determine that it is initial gra gra? Like who are you to tell? Like why isn't it, like why, who are you to not say that this is the moment that could change somebody's life? Do you get what I'm saying? Like some it's, it's and I'm, I feel like it's one of the things I really hated in crack it. <laughs> like she and I'm sorry to put her on blast like this, but like I I hate I hate it when people are so quick to like run to pessimism. I really don't like it. Keep that shit to yourself. Like. 
negative energy is like it's really like people don't really fuck with it. no matter how like realistic whatever it is that you are saying or no matter no, no matter how like oh on point or no matter how valid it is sometimes it's best to let people dream because it's, this world actually belongs to the dreamers like really it really does everybody that i have personally painted myself after everybody that i have in quote unquote looked up to is a dreamer is an idealist is is is, is a fucking i don't know fantasy forger i don't know what the fuck to call it like these are the niggas that will sit down and be like ah imagine if we do this thing like this how you go be do you understand and i feel like one of the reasons i'm even so upset is because a lot of them are running away from this country and i'm feeling mad feelings of like i'm feeling a mad sense of abandonment right now you get i'm like everybody's like like rocketing in like they're like going in astronomical directions and i'm here say like feeling pity for myself pity Self-pity is something I would never indulge in, but it's something I found myself subconsciously dipping my balls in on some fucking rubbish. Like, how, I'm, like I'm really so upset. And I feel like this is like, if you're listening to this journey, this is, the, this is Twaka and the universe and God actually possibly telling you to like buckle the fuck up. Like, now nah, you can't be sleeping on your own self, man. Invest in yourself, man. Like, put into work, man. Like, fucking hell. This country is hard, which is why it's like, you have to work harder. Like, you can't... Like, at the end of the day, it would be so much bullshit if, like, your ops were laughing at you. Like, I actively work hard just so that there are some people... There are some people in my life I've said, you, when I have money, I will pepper your daddy. Like, I know that that's not, like, the entire goal that I have, but I would be a bastard. Eh? A motherfucking bastard. If I sat down here and told... And, like, oh, no. I'll become a philanthropist. Like, that idiot that was telling Vladimir... President Vladimir Putin, if I was your mommy, I would give you breast to suck. That one is fucking... That one is lacking in self-power. She probably does cocaine on the weekends. But I would be a bastard if I sat down here and I told you that there aren't some people that I felt like... I think I said in last... In an episode, Shad, I'm a very... Like, I can be very vengeful and vindictive. Or one or the other, Shad. Like, that, it, Shad, there's, there's this guy I used to know when I was in YCT. When I was Yawa Teke. There's this dude that I used to know. If I... I haven't even spoken to him in a while. There was a day we we're going to class, and water like this guy in a jeep. I think it was a Rover, a Range Rover. This guy splashed water, like because I I always work in gangs now. Well, I used to work in gangs. Now I just fly dolo. Like he splashed water on gang, and if I took this thing so personally, it was like from this moment I go to compile it for people where I go splash water when I don't hammer. And he was so serious about it. I think he's still serious about that shit. And I think about that occasionally. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to keep hatred. You know, like, okay, now I'm saying some wild shit right now. But like, sometimes you have to keep that, like, I don't know what you want to call it. The energy, the memory. I don't want to say keep hatred in your heart. But sometimes you have to, like, help. That it helps you focus. Not, there's nothing like negativity sometimes to help you focus. Like, oh, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. On some McMill shit, like. Sometimes you just have to be like, okay, life is enough. You've you've wanked all over my face. And it's time for me to do my own back. And to be honest, like smashing your goals has to be like the best revenge. Because it's self-development and you're getting what you want. And you're like sticking it to these motherfuckers. That's why I listen to a lot of Eminem. I can't lie sometimes. Okay, no. That's why I listen to a lot of Eminem sometimes. I can't lie. I need to restructure that. Because like Eminem's music is on some, uh-uh. Like life don't show me pepper. It's time for me to show life pepper too. I know that no, ladies and gentlemen, shalom.